in a crude laboratory in the basement of his home. Welcome to the Tech Today podcast, powered by CEO Raider. It's your host, John Mayetta, updating my essential PH1 phone. So we'll see how this goes. This was a fairly significant Android update. The essential phone is created by Andy Rubin, who is the founder of Android. So we'll see how this goes. The last update didn't go too well. This one's supposed to be more substantial in terms of what is actually updated. Time will tell. A lot to catch up on, but time is limited, so we'll just talk about some of the recent stuff. You can catch me on September 17th in Orlando if you're going to be attending the SS&C Deliver Conference. I'm going to be speaking on a panel around artificial intelligence machine learning and deploying those technologies in investment operations and also within insurance. I guess most of the audience is going to be asset managers, but we'll have some folks from the insurance industry in the conference, so we'll talk about um, both industries. And today we, we published, well, a couple of articles. Uh, with respect to the Deliver Conference, we wrote a long piece that we published yesterday at Tech Today, and it talks about sort of the some of the high points around leveraging broadly defined AI such that it can be a competitive differentiator for asset managers. Me coming out of the capital markets, having spent time on, on the buy side, on the sell side, uh, and, and this article is written more from the perspective of, of the buy side, where the buy side has seen a couple of major trends over the past number of years. One, the rotation from actively managed products to passive products, ETFs, index funds. And with that, the associated fee compression. And so if you're getting less revenue out of the front office, how can you leverage technology such as broadly defined artificial intelligence to drive revenue and profitability out of the back office? Custody services is a revenue generating operation. Some of the other departments within investment operations are not, but you can squeeze operating efficiency. And so we touch on some of those areas in this Tech Today article, which we migrated to free, by the way. And that was published yesterday, and then today we published one around Amazon, and it's entitled Don't Bite the Hand That Feeds You. And this focuses on the news that came out this week around Amazon releasing what I'll call Hand ID, a biometric hand identification technology. And this was originally reported by, I think it was the New York Post. Yeah, the New York Post reported this on September 3rd that him, Amazon is testing a payment system which uses a person's hands as the means of identification authentication. So this supposedly this technology will be rolled out into Whole Foods sometime in the next few months. So a little bit different than Amazon Go, which are those purpose-built smaller grocery locations with prepackaged foods and such, where Amazon leverages computer vision sensor technology and software to deliver that cashierless technology experience that enables customers to walk out of the store, grab and go. This is a little bit different where you're still going to have the cashier, but rather than swipe a credit card, which will still be an option, or wave your phone, which will still be an option, Prime members, so supposedly this will be exclusive to, to Prime members, uh, Prime members will be able to sort of presumably wave their hand under some sort of a, a biometric reader, and that reader will leverage computer vision and other proprietary technology to process the handprint, if you will. And that handprint will be associated with the Prime member's Amazon account information, and you know, much quicker than 
I don't recall off the top of my head, but it's milliseconds, microseconds. We have the, the number in the article. So much quicker than you know, swiping your card or, or waving the phone. Don't know if I'll do it. Being a Prime member, just don't know if I want my biometric data on, on file with, with Amazon. I know I don't. Sort of a privacy issue for me, as I imagine it will be for a number of people. I imagine that a number of people will use it. The reason we wrote the article is because Amazon is uniquely positioned, and not just Amazon, but these large platform tech companies have competitive advantages that smaller technology companies don't. Sort of the economies of scale, the, the, the benefits of, of scale. So in the case of Amazon, you know, they have an integrated ecosystem. They're, they're vertically integrated. They own the store and they own the technology. So it enables them to experiment and to learn as they go because it's a closed ecosystem. They don't have to get the approval of partners. Uh, there's not a, a partner technology that, let's say, if they had a, a partner somewhere in the ecosystem who was lagging in terms of building a new technology, well, you're only as strong as your weakest link. That's not an issue when Amazon rolls out new technology. Because obviously they they own everything from the store to the sensor technology to the software to the computer vision technology. It's all their proprietary technology. As we've written about before, we wrote an article some months ago entitled Innovation as a Line of Business. And these are this is an example of an innovation edge, if you will, that Amazon has over smaller technology companies. It can control the experiment. It can operate the experiment at its own desired pace. It can learn at its preferred pace. So, for example, with the Amazon Go stores, I, I, I don't recall the exact measurements, but those were initially built as smaller stores to limit the amount of people in the stores because the computer vision, sensor technology, software, that, that sort of uh, technology loop, if you will, had problems if the number of people went beyond a certain threshold. So they purposely built the stores smaller, and now they're starting to grow the square footage of the stores as the technology evolves and can handle more people, more throughput. And so that's where I think you know Walmart is going to have an issue as they try to retrofit similar technology with companies like Microsoft and things like this. Uh, their learning curve is bound to be steeper. There's probably going to be obstacles in some cases that simply can't be overcome without enormous cost because Walmart... You know, isn't building things from the ground up the way Amazon is with Go. And Amazon, I would argue, is a technology-first company where Walmart is having to, you know, layer on technology on top of an older infrastructure. And you can see there's obviously, a, if you've read about the culture clash that's occurring at Walmart with Mark Laurie, who's the founder of Jet.com and is the, the president of Walmart e-commerce. It's been rumored for some time that there's been friction. It's been rumored a couple of times that he's leaving. So who knows for sure? I don't have an inside track on that one. But these are the benefits that, you know, Google, Amazon, Apple to a degree, Facebook, you know, examples of the, the ways in which these enormous technology companies can leverage their scale when experimenting with new technology. And as we say in the article, you know, in the case of Amazon and these other large companies, incremental improvements can move the needle on the on the P&L, and uh, more significant innovations can literally change an industry overnight when you're as big as these companies are. That's all for now. See you next time.